I can't remember. Yeah, I did the Beatles song. Okay. Okay. He's taking drugs. He's taking drugs. How long do you have to hold it in for? <laughs> okay, fair enough. As long as possible. Yeah, as long as I can think it's possible. Is that genuinely what you got to do? I don't know. I think it's supposed to be like between 10 and 15 seconds, but I just do it for That's as long, long as I can bother. <laughs> yeah. That's quite long. Yeah, that is quite long. Yeah. J-Mate, 18th episode. you excited? Yes. I feel like there's not as much <laughs> news this week. <laughs> no, I mean, I think the Ubisoft forward's chunky, to be fair. Yeah, mate. I hope so. I hope I think you've got is. some good opinions on it, at least. I think we've both got good opinions on it. Uh, for, for the uninitiated, Jay... Yeah. The the TGO show is what we're recording right now. Comes every Saturday morning. Back on schedule. Back on the Met. Back on sure. schedule with you, the Goldilocks gamer, Jay. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and me, the friendly neighborhood Nick. I had a bit of a thing about that really quick. Okay. He's got a I name for me. I thought about it in the shower. I had no. I had a, I had a thought in the shower. Hmm. I was sort of reminding myself about schedule of like how I play a game. Yeah. And I have a feeling... Generally. Yeah, like, so I, what I like to do is I like to play a certain amount of hours before lunchtime. And then, like, so many hours after. And that's how I usually gauge and how I hope I don't get a headache. Because mm-hmm. I found the longer I play a game, the more likely I am to get a headache. So what I usually do is I'll have, like, either an hour or an hour and a half of playtime from like nine to maybe ten or half ten. I'll go and have a shower, ten minute, twenty minute break, and then I'll play another hour or an hour and a half up to about twelve, twelve thirty. Have about a half an hour break or maybe sometimes an hour break for lunch. And then play from that till tea. Another break. And then from that till about ten and then I'm good. And that is, is usually it- like a good amount of spacing for me to not have to get a headache by the end of the day. Yeah. And sorry that you're linking that to the Goldilocks thing. Yeah, because I feel like yeah. if if I don't get the balance right, it don't taste good, you know? Yeah, 100%. It's not as comfy as a bed. <laughs> I feel that, man. Uh, I've <coughs> got headaches from, you know, God knows how many hour um, play yeah. sessions. I've actually found if I play too much too early in the day, I'll get a headache before lunch. Like If I played from like 7 till, till 10 11. or yeah, 11, yeah, yeah. I'll get a headache. But if I play from 9 to half 10... And then from 11 till 12, I won't ever get a headache. Yeah. Very rarely. I have to drink, obviously, but very rarely. It sounds like you're acting out the advice that the consoles manufacturers give, which is genuinely have Honestly, a break every hour. kind of works. Mm. <laughs> kind of works. Although I found my brain tends to not get hurt as much if I play like maybe like in four or five hour bursts in the evening if it's in the morning it's different i feel like my brain has to like sort of you know turn a bit first has to wake up a bit but because it's awake already by the evening it tends to not as hurt if i play for longer yeah do you would you stop in the middle of a big boss battle for these breaks or what what's the oh i'll have to like be in a town probably and have recently saved yeah you know and when you i have to finish that first 
when you take these breaks, does it help with the motivation of playing the game as well? That you feel more motivated because you're taking more oh, breaks? Oh, definitely. Yeah, 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 100%. It also makes me, like, you know, savour it. Like, taking sips of whiskey or something, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Savour it, yeah, yeah definitely, definitely. Okay, cool. So cool. we like to discuss, Jay, yeah. video games. Sometimes we yes. play them. Yes. Sometimes we don't. Mm-hmm. We got a hashtag. Hashtag. Yeah, we've got a lot to talk about this week. <laughs> no, I can't believe this. That's like our thing. That's so cool. I mean, it's probably not. I mean, no one's used it, but well, it's our thing, so. you know. Yeah. yeah, it's um, it's our thing. So, before we jump into the Ubisoft Forward event, Jay, which is, I think, one of the main topics of the show, can mm-hmm. you take me through what you've been playing or will be playing? Yeah. So this this might surprise you. Okay. Um, do you remember Rocket Arena? It was shown, I think, at the Xbox event, maybe. I don't. Yeah, so it's like a. Is it the play- you mean the PS5 event? Um, no, the the third party Xbox one, the one early before the PS5 event. Yeah, I don't remember it at all, mate. Yeah, so it was that three v three sort of like cartoony arena type game where you just like you know kill each other or there's different like game modes. And I thought I've seen I, like, a couple of adverts for it. I kind of was debating on whether to get it on the 14th, and then I didn't get it on the 14th, but I got it yesterday. Is it, was it out on the 14th? Yeah, it was out on the 14th, but I got it on the 15th. I've been playing it all day yesterday and most of today. And I, okay. I, I quite like it, actually. I was I was looking at it when I, during that event thinking, do I want to play that? And I thought no initially. But then I looked up some more videos before it came out, and I was like, oh, actually, this kind of looks like my kind of thing. So I've given it a go. Mm-hmm. It's quite fun. Mm-hmm. I've definitely gotten to the point now. I've played exactly fifty games, because I can see on my tally. I've figured out my main character that I like to use. So, what is it, Jay? Like a hero, like a bleeding edge type game? Yeah, basically. Yeah, basically, it's like third person, but three v three. But everyone has some sort of rocket launcher in quotes. Like you have <laughs> a different type of rocket launcher. Yeah, so there's like one there's a there's a pirate, like a giant bearded pirate with like a cannon that he holds. Mm-hmm. There's another character that sort of holds this like very futuristic looking sort of like minigun but with like sixteen rocket ammo capacity. Another person has a spear that shoots like futuristic rocket spearheads off at the end of it. Like there's different versions depending on which character. And they all vary in terms of like arcing you know, projectiles essentially, and they all have like an ability and they can fly about. But the the actual health bar system in the game is more like Smash Brothers than any other game. So in Smash Bros, you get to a maximum capacity health. And once you get to that a certain level, it's easier for you, for you to be knocked out of the arena. And that's exactly how it works in this. So I thought that was quite clever. As in the lower your health, the lower, the more chance you have of getting knocked out. No, so the heart, you basically have this bar above your head, and if it gets to full, your next hit, you're guaranteed to be knocked out. Okay. But you can have that bar come back down if you don't get hit for long enough. Okay, and it sounds like it's quite chaotic then, with it rocket oh, launchers so. everywhere. I'm kind of glad it's 3v3. If it was 5v5, it'd probably be... They must have tested too much. that, which is probably why. It would definitely mm. be too much. I think if it was first person and 5v5, it might be a little bit more doable. Because it's third person, you have a bit more field of view, so you, you're, it's a lot easier for you to shoot someone. Does that make yeah. sense? Or for you to be able to know, to be able to move out of the way. So, No, I quite enjoy it. Game, <laughs> I'm surprised game. you can't remember actually. I'm guessing you weren't that too. I, yeah, no, I, mate. I, look, I 
pride myself on not having a really bad memory, and that doesn't spring to mind whatsoever. Fair enough. Yeah, no, I think um, I was kind of looking for a game that I could literally just jump into for like a day or two, and know I'll probably get bored of it within a couple mm. days, which is why obviously I wanted it before Ghost, because I was, I was, I was losing my mind for the last two weeks. I haven't played hardly anything for the last two weeks. All I've been doing is watching anime and films. I rewatched Hunger Games the other night. I was like, oh my god, what am I doing? Because of no the Ghost of Shima coming no out. Idea. Yeah, I just needed something before, so I thought I'll play that. And they're also, they've got like a battle pass system like in Fortnite. But it isn't beginning until the 28th of July, so I'll, I'll hopefully have had Ghost finished by then. So I'll be able to come back to it and progress a bit more if I can. Cool. And... I don't think there's any other games coming out after Ghost. Not really. Not until October, anyway. And Borderlands 3, you've been playing that well as well, Jay? Yeah, why did I write down Borderlands 3? Oh yeah, there's there's been some rumours. They've been around for mm-hmm. a while, but they've been coming up a bit more frequently now about there being a potentially a fourth skill tree for each character. Right. So you know how there's three there's three skill trees. There's like the green, the yeah. blue, and the red. There's potentially going to be a purple one. Interesting. So I just thought I'd mention that to you and see if you'd heard of it before or now you how you feel about it. <laughs> well, I'm not that deep in Borderlands rumors. I, I'll play anything no. that comes out on it as an update, but I'm not diving into the forums every week. But does that but sound that, like a good idea to you? I mean, to me personally, no. It feels an, unnecessary. I guess there's lots of border players out there, Borderlands players out there, though, who will do what exactly? Just transfer all their skill points into the skill so, tree. So yeah, they'll right? just respec and build different builds, essentially. Yeah, I mean, I'm, that's not for me. I have a build, but like, I can see the appeal. Is it worth the work? Is my question, my retaliation to you, is it worth the work they're putting in to make that additional skill tree? I mean, I would hope so. It definitely sounds appealing to me. I'd love to be able to do, like, I'm starting to get a bit, not bored, but just sort of like, oh, I'm doing the same build over and over. Like, I can I can kill any boss within three seconds, basically, at this point, even on okay. Mayhem 10. So I need to like, I don't necessarily need the game to be harder. I just want it to be, I don't know, a bit, I need something a bit fresher. <laughs> sure. I need to see something new, something different, something they've never done before. Not just not just like a new DLC, but something additional, you know, something that changes the gameplay slightly. Have they done this before? No, I don't think so. Okay. I'm but curious to see characters. what... Yeah. yeah, I'm curious to see what how the skill tree would be. Because obviously each one has attains to the characters like way they play. So whether it would be something that is like similar across the board, or if it will like be attuned, I imagine they would be quite tuned towards the character. But yeah, I don't I don't know if it's going to happen, but it seems like it has the potential to happen. Because okay. again, there's been I told you I think last week or the week before there was rumours about there being a a new way to spend your. I got the blue, purple currency, iridium. iridium. Yeah, as a new, yeah. potentially a new way to, and that's why the skill tree that's being released is rumored to be purple as well. Oh, so people okay. think that the skill tree might be to do with iridium yeah. as well. That's cool. People that's are thinking cooler of some than just sort of alien one. technology type skill thing. So yeah, yeah if if they it, like incorporate that, that'll be new and amazing. So I'm I'm looking forward to that if that if that is a thing. I doubt it, I, but it'd be cool if it was. 
I imagine they'll probably include that with DLC four. I mean, maybe not, but I assume so. Uh, I'll put, I'll jump into it to see what it is, but not much else for me, unfortunately. Mate. Yeah, I'll 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 yeah. But if that if that does happen, I'll bring it back up and we can talk about it a bit more. I suppose. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I have Jay been playing Odyssey. Yes. As per. As per. Where are I you will... now? I'll tell you. I'll tell you. I have, have you started just... the DLC. I just started the DLC. So okay. Like how many hours in? Like an hour in? Half an hour? Half in? an hour. Oh, okay, you haven't seen anything. <laughs> okay. I've met Darius. Okay, cool. Cool, cool, cool. Oh man, I can't cool, wait cool, to finish cool, that cool, DLC. Cool, cool, cool. I really can't. It's, it's going to be a while, Jay. It's, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm doing what I can. I don't know what to tell you. Um, have faith in me as the day that... Blah, blah, what's her name? A day to remember? What? Yeah, that's that. Yeah. Have faith in me. You know that song. Oh, sh- yeah, I do, but I'm surprised you brought that up. Yeah, that day to remember song. Okay, yeah. I don't think you liked them. I don't really. I'm just okay. spreading okay. love. And you have my biggest update for you. Yes, something please. I'm very pleased with. I've platinum Blast was part two. Oh, thank God. It's Jesus over. Christ. Okay. You can't so- stop this. It's all like, I'm guessing there was a sense of relief afterwards. There was, Jay. Just a quick <sighs> one on this. Yeah, go. This is the best way I can explain it. Okay. I went on the journey. I was with every character at every point of the journey, and I believed in every single moment in it. So when the ending happened, that was where I was at. Okay. So when I started the New Game Plus playthrough, the ending was the main thing that stood out to me emotionally second time round because that is where I was with the okay. story. Does that make any sense? A little bit, yeah. It's like... it. It's just imagine it like you've seen the film, you can enjoy watching it again, but... The ending's kind of where it's at because that's the end of the story that you know. And, like, I can't relive the first playthrough. Uh-huh. And now I'm just looking to the future or, or to, to the end. To it's me, hard. Yeah. I feel like that is almost like watching this. You, you, it's almost like watching the second film in a trilogy. You know, there's potentially still more to come, but you're annoyed that you have to wait. A little bit, a little yeah, bit. I, 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 I kind of get that same feeling when I know there's a third film, but I can't watch that film yet. <laughs> yeah. Because they've left it on such a cliffhanger. Like, well, is there yeah. going to be another one or no? Man, I yeah, remember I when that. Dead Man's Chess was out, and I remember the waiting for that third film for so long, dude. Yeah, I didn't, I don't, I didn't do that for Pirates. Like, Pirates is one of those film series where I was like, well, I'll wait for the next one, but I'm not like excited about waiting for the next one. <laughs> oh, dude. Which I guess is, you know, weird. Some no, I mean, it's it's not for everyone, but that's kind of where I am. And just to give, let you know, Jay, I don't think they'll make a part three. No? No. I, I, to be honest, I don't think they will either. Although they, ha- they have been um, hiring some people for their next game. Sure, 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 sure. Which I don't think it's going to be three. It's just going to be an, an, another probably Uncharted type thing. I don't know. It'll be something. Yeah, it's got to be something new, I think, mate, because I, I can't see people receiving Uncharted that... No, what I meant by that is it'll be a game probably similar to what they've done oh, previously. 
either yeah, that sure. or it'll be like it'll just be like another action game or like a story driven something you know sure, a classic sure, sure. naughty dog type game is probably what i meant to say if it's the same team that made lost legacy mate it could we could be looking at it sooner than expected if it's the similar scope and stuff uh yeah it could be a big add-on for last of us part two where for, i was gonna for say part... yeah are they gonna add on for that is that gonna be <laughs> there's definitely they stories they could tell we didn't see in the game i'm okay. not sure whether they need to be told but they're there it's up to them um, i guess yeah yeah okay so anyway jay shall we move on to the main news of the day so to speak are you happy to move on talking about ubisoft forward okay ubisoft so jay we both what you hit me up and you're like nick ubisoft event by the way i feel like i've brought a lot of mellow vibes but you were actually quite excited before the call i feel like i've mellowed it out maybe that's not a bad thing i'm just no Uh, it's just that time of day it's true it's true (laughs) so you text me you're like nick there's a ubisoft event ubisoft event at eight you watching it? Ubisoft. I was like, yeah, I'll, uh, yeah, let's do it. Like twenty minutes before it was on, I was like, yeah, all right, I'll watch it. So we watched it together. Yeah, I wasn't, I didn't expect you to actually like watch it with me. I was sort of like, oh, I'll just letting you know it's on. If you want to watch it, watch it, kind of thing. Yeah, I just well, I enjoy I guess watching these lucky. things. You literally got home like just before it started, right? So, That's yeah, right. That yeah, was a good timing, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I like watching these things with other people. So we watched the whole show. We did. I think it was only about 45 minutes, wasn't it? The official show? Yeah, about that. Like nice, and nice and short. I mean, so, if you count the half an hour of uh, gameplay for AC Odyssey, or no, AC Valhalla Valhalla. afterwards, sure. it was closer to like an hour and 20 minutes, maybe. Yeah, yeah, that was like a little bonus. Yeah, so Jay, let's go through the main games that they talked about and what they showed. Let's not spend forever on them, but obviously... You know, we've got Creed cast, so we might as well talk about Valhalla. We'll leave that till last. Sure. Let's go in order of what they showed, if that's all right, Jay. Um, So Valhalla probably won't be last, actually. But anyway, so to start off with, we have Watch Dogs Legion, if I'm correct. Yes. So they showed off this really very cool cinematic trailer, and then they showed quite a lot of gameplay show the different approaches you can make i'm interested to see what you think of this game jay because i'm probably yeah, not so just, get just it. a quick a quick side after the event they actually released like loads and loads of other gameplay stuff for watchdogs like yeah i've probably got saved in my watch later list probably about another hour's worth of other gameplay tidbits like them showing off like how big the map is you know what it's going to be like changing between different characters stuff like that and how that is like important and everything so yeah in terms of like all that information i'm quite excited i haven't actually watched that gameplay yet but i'm gonna watch it and probably get back to a little bit more on that 
Um, okay. But from what I do know, I'm pr- I'm fairly excited. I mean, it's coming out end of October, right? Yes. So it's you know it's pretty it's pretty quick. It's pretty soon. July or it is. It's kind of come around, hasn't it? Yeah, it really has. Like in my mind, this wasn't coming out until. I mean, weirdly, I thought it wasn't coming out until like maybe January next year. I don't know why I thought that, but I just couldn't pinpoint it. I guess actually they did delay this game once already. It was supposed to come out either it was supposed to have already come out or come out within like the next couple of weeks. I, okay. I want to say it might have even been August actually that it was supposed to come out, but it's um yeah. So they they they've delayed it, which which they actually made a video on on IGN saying why the delay was important so i'll have to watch that as well i didn't even know that yeah i didn't know actually until i saw the until i saw the video headline i was like oh it's interesting they delayed it um very interesting but yeah no i'm looking forward to this i'm hoping it's going to be different to Watch Dogs 2 enough yes that i'll enjoy it because Watch Dogs 2 really bummed me out i was like oh this game is just annoying different in a <sighs> it's more fun yeah, just a bit more like chaotic and cartoony and like wacky almost. I kind of like imagine watched. I don't know. Oh, that that was kind of my problem with two. Actually, it was kind of wackier. Um, but the the thing I liked about Watch Dogs One actually was how serious it was. Oh, Jay. And how it didn't really like it was. It felt you felt like a hacker, but not in like you felt like a hacker that was part of. Okay, this is a comparison. Watch Dogs One is if you're a hacker and anonymous. Watch Dogs 2 is if you're a hacker that's still in high school. That's kind of what it felt like to me. It felt like like a junior hacker versus a veteran hacker, right? You know, two and one kind of thing. Well, I'm hoping this one, it, by the looks of it, it kind of feels a bit more like that in between. Like you're not quite anonymous and you're not quite someone who's just, you know, graduated high school. You're sure. more of like in between, hopefully. But I think this this one seems more to be on the technology side than the actual like hacker side, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. This one is like so up in the air that I have no idea exactly how I'm going to feel about it. Probably until like the week before. <laughs> it, Annoyingly, I think it's got some really interesting concepts. So coming out later okay. this year, it looks again, amazing. It's, I'll give it it's that. Kind of, yeah, like, it's it kind of just like rolled around. Yeah, and the, the the cinematic short they showed was interesting, based in London, which is cool. Yes. And I think Big the main. Point. Yeah, and the main draw for a lot of people will probably be the you can recruit any NPC, as far as we know, in the game to your cause. Now, will those NPCs have about 30 templates where they base their characters from? Very, very likely, or less or more, I don't know, but around Yeah, that. I feel like they've probably like spent enough time for you to have quite a large variation. Yeah. But there's still going to be, like, I guess a small number is 30 people, right? I think my big question with that was like, can you swap your party out? Can your party, you know, grow? Like, do you start with a party of like only being able to have five people at once to by the end of the game having 20 or 30 people at once? Because the way they did it in the gameplay is that each person is basically like having a different game style or gameplay style. Like one person was more stealthy, whereas the other person was more like construction, kind of like, I don't know, more like guns blazing type situation so i'm hoping yeah. there'll be like quite a big variation on what they can all do and you can all, it's almost like swapping out your equipment for the mission you're about to do but the equipment being the person that you play yeah for sure i'll be interested to see whether players do switch between what missions they play or 
they like a character and they stick to that character for every mission. Yeah, that that'll, that'll yeah. be interesting to see. I guess you if, could. It, yeah, you definitely could do that. It's almost like playing Dark Souls with a character without leveling mm, up. Like you are hindering yourself, I imagine. But it could, probably could be quite fun just to stick with one person. It'd yeah, be more of a challenge, I guess, like playing the game almost on hard mode. It'll be interesting yeah. to see how gameplay fluid this game really is in terms yeah, that of... that was your biggest thing, wasn't it? I remember you saying that when we were talking about it, yeah. Because you said before, I think I might, I might have even added on what, to what you said about the game feeling quite clunky. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. the cover mechanics always felt a bit too sort of like heavy, almost a bit like, like Gears. But... Just felt very heavy. Sure, sure. I like the gears cover mechanics because I, I, I know, feel like yeah, I, know you do. I, I feel like you I stick like to them easy. But I get what you're saying; like they do feel heavy, yeah, and heavy. It, it's one of those things, Jay, where it's like you can show us a gameplay scenario and you can show the different ways we can do it. I think the question is, are we motivated to do those different methods? Right. So, like Assassin's Creed Odyssey, I do think you could go in guns blazing, and I do think players do that, and I do think you can do it the assassin approach. I'm not sure if there are many other approaches in between those. Whereas this game, to me, seems to be trying to introduce more approaches where I'm thinking, I'm not, I don't really know if there are that many more approaches, but I guess we'll see. I can't think of any. Like, all I can think of is like you've got stealthy, you've got going guns blazing, you've potentially like got set up traps and then going mm. guns all blazing. Or like hacking got, robots, yeah. Yeah, you've got like the hacking side of stuff. I mean, there, I can't really. I mean, that's. I guess that's probably where the ingenuity of the game comes from. If they've took the time to think out lots and lots of different ways you could approach, you know, like a an a, like an encampment. I guess you could call them right, like in like an AC, like you know, and you've got a group of people, and there's like the leader or like the captain or whatever. Yeah, I'm. I'm actually like. I think the thing that's actually making me love this game the most is the aesthetic of it, the way it looks. I like how it's almost like the purge but in london yeah that makes sense with like the the gas masks and the x's over the eyes and the buttons and the neon and everything i like i like the way it looks yeah which is like you know as i've said in many previous episodes that is like a big thing for me if the artwork looks good and the way you know the aesthetic is generally i'm more likely to play the game if even if it's a bad game if it looks good i'll still probably play it <laughs> are you gonna be playing this game at launch jay uh, well we've got squadrons at the beginning of the month so beginning get... the beginning of October. Yeah, it's Crikey. October 9th, I want to say. Okay. So we've oh, got 20 God. days to play Squadrons, and if I get bored of it within those 20 days, then yeah, I'll probably play it day one. I don't know. <laughs> if not, probably not. Um, yeah, I might potentially leave it, but chances are there's probably going to be like a really nice pre-order bonus, so I might even like I I get so drawn in by the pre-order bonuses. So okay. okay. If there's enough of an incentive with the pre-order bonus, then I probably will. Like a week or two before, I'll be like, yeah, I might as well. Quick side note, Jay, I don't yeah. want to complicate the conversation, but it seems to me that most of the games coming out at the crossover point of the generations, smart delivery seems to be applicable to a lot of them at launch. And mm-hmm. we've now got Sony saying that there's a free upgrade for some of those games as well. And that's a rather complicated message because they said Cyberpunk, Watch Dogs, you can get for free, but it's like, yeah, but how many... How many games can you actually get for free? I think we're going to have to look at this at a game-by-game basis, I was just going to oh, say. Oh, 100%. Honestly, before the consoles become available to pre-order, I might have to look at what games are ava- available for smart delivery and then like, have to divvy up and pros yeah. and cons, potentially. Yeah. But, I mean, at this point, I'm still looking to buy both. So, 
Yeah, it's going to be really... It's going to be really cool, like you say, Jay, to once we finally have all the information of the release dates and price and the official launch lineups, it's going to be really cool because we, I think we should do a show on we're really going to weigh up these consoles and see which one we, we want to buy. Yeah, uh, I have a new have story to. coming up in a bit, actually, that we can talk about that a bit more. Cool, cool. So. Um, Jay, there was a new trailer for Might and Magic Era of Chaos. I've got absolutely nothing to say on that unless you have. Yeah, no, that's like a mobile game, right? <laughs> yeah, no. And then yeah. Brawlhalla is coming to mobiles as well. August Again, 6th. Not too, not too fast. And then moving on, we had a new game. Yes. Tom Clancy's Elite Squad. Yes. Looks very interesting, very different, very Fortnite-y. And the interest here comes from the name Tom Clancy on it and the fact that Sam Fisher's in it with the official Sam Fisher voice actor, who I can't remember the name of. Sorry. Yeah, so no, I, don't think I remember that either. What, coming August 27th, Jay, to mobiles, what were your thoughts on this game? I thought you had some pretty interesting thoughts when we saw it revealed. Well, there wasn't any gameplay, was there? Well, we haven't seen for months, apparently. It's already been revealed, apparently. No, it was the CG trailer, I think. Yeah, okay. So in that case, then, probably... Was it, it was a ba- was mean, it Battle it, Royale? Yeah, I mean, uh, potentially. It looked like some sort of like arena-type thing. It says, it's, um, it says it's 5v5, so maybe it's a bit of a hero shooter, but I've got no interest in this whatsoever, personally. Yeah, I mean, I'll keep an eye on it. I don't think uh, it'll probably be okay. I mean, it'll probably be something that I might play for like a week, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> keep yeah. an eye on that one. I'll have to wait and see, yeah. The next game was Hyperscape, which was the Battle Royale game, which I was getting confused with. Yeah, so I, I watched this on Twitch with a few people. I probably won't play it myself, but I'm happy to watch other people play it. I don't know if it'll last that long, honestly. Um, I, it's I've more of a waiting that. game at this point, just to see what people do. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I can't see many people. I don't know. Yeah, wait, that's a big, that's a big if, big what if on that one. Sure. I'm to that, so we'll move on to the meat of the bone. Jay, we saw Valhalla in all its glory. It's beautiful. And we got a release date as well, and it scared the hell out of us. <laughs> yeah, we did. <laughs> Do you want to tell everyone the release date, Jay? It comes out two days before the predicted um, PlayStation 5 release. So More importantly, 17th. two days before... Oh, uh, Cyberpunk, yeah. There we are, there we are. Which is scary as hell. Oh, they're the two God. biggest games. My, probably my two most anticipated games other than Miles Morales coming sure. out within two days of each other scares the hell out of me. <laughs> it's also going to affect the sales of all those games too. It will, it will. Like, the chances now are that Cyberpunk isn't going to sell as well as it would have done if Valhalla had come out either after or way before. I think Valhalla will be the one to suffer. If anything, I think people who know they're going to get both are going to have to save up, like if you're yeah. younger people. And they're probably yeah. going to end up buying both anyway. Uh, it's difficult. It's so difficult. <laughs> what, so Jay, difficult. What, what are you going to do genuinely with this? Are you just going to play Valhalla for two days and then move on to Cyberpunk? I honestly might have to skip Valhalla and wait for Cyberpunk, play that as much as I can, and then come back to it. Okay. I won't be able to get it done in two days. I just I won't be able to enjoy myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I won't be able to do it. It's not it. feasible. Yeah. Because yeah. I put what 110 hours into Odyssey, and the, the most I can play in a day is 10 hours. So if I do 20 hours of a game that I know is probably going to take me about 100, 
I'm not going to enjoy myself. <laughs> I'm just going to like, yeah, I'm not going to be able to do it. So I'm going to have to have it and then wait. I can't, I can't, I'm not one of those people who can start a game and come back to it. I have to like live it for the whole two weeks or however long I play it for. Yeah. Yeah. I can't. What about you? I'm guessing you're probably going to do a similar thing. Yeah, mate. I think you took the words out of my mouth. I'm going to skip it, play Cyberpunk. I can't emphasize that. So weird, though, isn't it? That's such an odd thing to have to say out loud. I know. To to what has suddenly well, I say suddenly, what has grown to become, Jay, one of our most anticipated games in recent memory, from the hype from Odyssey to the new consoles to East Anglia being all over the gameplay trailer, we were losing our minds. And now it's like, right, I can't realistically play this for probably until December, if not after. For me at least. You missed quite a lot after you left, by the way. No, I know, I know. I left the stream and then they started showing the gameplay trailers, but I left because I didn't want to... I, I'm already buying it. I don't need to see it. That's very true. But there's some, there's some info that I thought was a bit revealing. I was like, oh, that's cool. But that's a bit like, I don't know. There were some mixed things. I was like, that's probably not that great. That's that's a bad sign, but that's a good sign. There was a lot of sure. like, oh... So, I thought we were both impressed to go over the gameplay in general, Jay. I thought we were both quite impressed with the fluidity of the movement and what looked like sixty frames per second. Yeah, but again, I th- it probably was more like thirty, but without motion. Oh, there was like no motion blur or sure. with motion blur. So sure, like, sure, 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 sure. I mean, they could have also I don't know. They could have been running it in sixty, but it might actually only be playing on thirty. I don't know. And they made the world look so rich and detailed, and the colors just, are amazing. Yeah, the, it just yeah. looked made. They made it look like I want to play this game tomorrow, and it looks like it's got so much content. But content we you want know, to play. We spoke about Fable a lot last last week, and it kind of mm-hmm. reminded me of like how I imagine the new Fable would look. Because to that... me, Fable is Britain, yeah, in like anywhere between five hundred and one thousand AD, yeah in the fall like in the autumn to me fable is only in the autumn there's always red leaves everywhere that's like my nostalgic look at how i remember fable one is just red leaves that's like my number one thing the game was very maroon very red very orangey very brown colors whereas this this valhalla sort of had that but it also had the greens and the the wintery type stuff it had everything so i'm looking forward to this massively yeah yeah man you give me deep feels with that because i'm now thinking <laughs> of walking through like the guild and things like yeah, that exactly. oh, the music yeah yeah, yeah. yeah I, think I think the one big thing with valhalla was the the township i guess you could call it like having to be able to build up your town or whatever yeah they mate talk about dreams coming true the one thing we talked about the one element that we had a discussion about where oh we wish that was back in assassin's creed i can't remember if you said this jay but i said that i missed the villa yeah the the villa development from ac2 and onwards and they brought it back thank god i think they probably did that deliberately so that we 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 would not get sick of it because having to do that in every game would probably become a bit of a you know, tedious too much stuff. of a good thing. Very tedious. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they yeah. kind of replaced that with the ship mechanics, didn't they? And like in a in Black Flag. Yes. Which I guess they kind of yeah. had in AC2 with like sending out your assassins to like do missions for you. 
And like I guess the upgrading of your ship in Odyssey and everything else was a bit like that too. So yes, correct. Yeah, they sort of replaced yeah. it with like other things. But yeah, this is good. I like this. My my, Any... my big question with that is: is it going to be in one place in England, or is it going to be in like multiple places? Are you going to have multiple places sure. you can build up? Or are sure. you going to have to do it in? To me, it sort of makes more sense to do it in multiple places. Like every big town that you take over, like London or Norwich or manchester or wherever maybe like more on the east coast so i don't know what was on the east coast you would have to like whichever biggest city you end up being in is like the one you build up or whatever i don't know or maybe you just have one base and then probably one in like the the nordic side of things yeah i don't know it'd be cool either way can't wait to play this game coming out november 17th again apparently another free upgrade well yeah because the fact that good. the xbox is probably going to be out that week yeah right yeah so, i mean i feel like you'd have to have yeah i mean you'd have to have it because i mean the amount of people who are probably going to buy it on one is actually going to be very minimal mm. like you're not going to see a lot of people buying it on one and then it's, this is like really hard to explain like because there's so it's such a, a small window from the xbox being released and the game coming out the only people who are buying it for one are people who know they're not going to get the new Xbox, right? Yeah. So for me, I'd probably actually wait for the new Xbox to come out and buy it with the new Xbox rather than get it on previous and then upgrade. I feel like it'd be a bit of a... Unless it was cheaper, I don't know. It'd probably have to be like a price yeah, thing. Yeah, or, or people are desperate to play the game and they can't afford the new console, to be fair. Uh, last thing, Jay, to sh that they showed us was un unfortunately leaked a couple of days before, and I don't actually check out leaks, it just showed up on my Google News feed, but yeah. Far Cry 6 was revealed with the guy from Breaking Bad, Gus, as the main yeah. villain. You're, yeah. I'm, I'm, I love Far Cry 3, haven't really played any of the others, although I'm sure they have a great place in that checklist gaming sector, so what are your thoughts on this, Jay? You maybe have more history with Far Cry than me. I said to you that this one kind of feels like it's going more on the just cause path, like that yeah. sort of Latin America government overtaking type feel. Yeah. I'm hoping it's just drastically different to previous ones. I don't like as much as I love the go to this tower, unlock this area, do these side missions, collect these, you know, things to craft your bow and craft your weapons and stuff like that can get tedious if done a certain way which i feel like far cry has done enough now i think we need we need something completely different we need like an almost like a second era of far cry this needs to be like a soft reboot of how far cry plays which to me i don't think that's gonna what i don't think that's what they're doing i think there's gonna just gonna be same old same old there's probably gonna get quite bad reviews for it i have a feeling because yeah, coming... they know they're going to make, still make money from it. They know they're just going to do quick and easy. Make them, you know. I, I think Far Cry Seven might be the next better one. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't have much faith in this, to be honest. I agree I'm that a... wrong, but... yeah, I agree that a phase two know. is needed pretty drastically oh, with drastically. this franchise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And Definitely. I also think that they may be churning out Far Cry games a little bit too quick for comfort at this at this oh, rate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they probably could have waited another year. Mm, definitely make him wait uh, again make that wait. makes me think that this one is going to be very similar to five and that it's just going to be another money making type thing coming out yeah, early me, next year which is a good release date to me far cry just feels like money to them it's like yep mm. we know it's going to make money so throw it out and hope it does okay yep but yep. i mean I, I hope to be proven wrong 
You know, I kind of feel like I probably shouldn't have even bought the last Far Cry. Because it just it, it glitched out for me whenever I got to the same point in the games. So I was like, yep, not going to bother. Which one was <laughs> was that five or New Dawn? Yeah, five. Five, right, okay. I got to the same point. I played the game twice, got to the same point twice, glitched out. I was like, yeah, I'm done. <laughs> As in you had to restart the game? Yeah, I, to, I restarted to see if that made any difference. Nope. Got to exactly the same mission and it did the same thing. It didn't let me wow. progress any further. Was that a known bug, um, Joe? Yeah. Um, yeah, it was. But they never fixed it. That's Even bad. a year later, which was just bad. So. That's bad. They also finished by saying, hey, that they're going to have another Ubisoft forward, which was surprising. I thought this was going to be their big reveal, but it looks like they want to spread it out more. Yeah, I'm so, trying to think what else they've got to show off. Well, they've got Rainbow Six Quarantine, which is the kind of zombie horde mode of Rainbow Six Siege. They've got Gods and Monsters, which is from the creative director of Assassin's Creed Odyssey, and they've got Skull and Bones as some some key uh, games yeah. to show. I guess then. Yeah, so they'll probably be the bigger ones, and they'll have like a few other little ones to go alongside it. Yeah, and hope, mate, pray in any type of Child of Light 2, Beyond Good and Evil 2, and Splinter Cell. And I kind of hope there's just like a whole completely new IP. Yeah, that'd like, be cool. Like, brand new, like, either RPG or, like, maybe even something similar to, like, Destiny or another Division-type situation. I don't know. Yeah. Just something new. Just give us, like, a whole new... I, whenever I want and, you know, whenever I think about game showing off game releases or, like, previews to games, I think, just show me something new. Show me something I've never seen before. Just please. I don't want this... I mean, there's some games that require some, like, same old, same old with, like, Assassin's Creed maybe but other games i just want to be i want to be shocked i want easy you know the e3 type releases and reveals to be hype and shocking but uh, you know i've got that a little bit so far but not not massively i don't think sequel sell man sequel sells certainly do that's the problem <laughs> should we move on to the official news jay for the next movement yes it is yes, judo chop You want me to do this next bit then, yeah? I do. Okay, hang on. I need to... So just to let the listeners know, the beautiful listeners, Jay put, he's starting to run out of accents for me to do, which I thought was ridiculous. So I've now put him, a challenge to him to do an accent. All right, okay, here we go. I'm just going to say here's the news. Okay, fine. And I might put some stuff on it. You might have to. I'm gonna like give it a few tries potentially. Pick. Okay. All right, pal. Here is the news. It's pretty good. It's pretty How's good. That? I feel it's like the, the first bit was like to get me into it. Sure. It's like an orange and a toothpick. 
<laughs> That's for my dad. Salute. Yes. Shut. He'll get that. He'll get that. Try to lose some weight, sailor, for goodness sake. Was it Soldier? I don't know. Love it. All Love right. I've got it. one new story this week, Jay. Nice and slim. Yeah, not, not as many this week. Just, like the yeah. slim, fast shakes. Yeah, mate. So <laughs> it's only an opinion piece. This comes from Harry Shepard at PC Gamer. My cousin's okay. called Harry. And he talks about how repetitive tasks in big open worlds are just what he wants to play at the moment. And this resonated with me, and I thought it might resonate with you. Massively. Yeah, in the Massively. sense that he talks about, again, don't want to give away the whole article, but he talks about how actually at the moment with so much going on, uh, distractions within the video game world, we're kind of welcoming a semi-tedious tick list approach to games at the moment, and that's actually quite comforting. Yeah, so at the start of this whole lockdown thing, I noticed that a lot of people went back and played Assassin's Creed games, which lend themselves yes. to being mission bunch of collectibles and side stuff and then back to main mission which is exactly what this is talking about like i think most of the article they, they do talk about ac which is actually kind of how i feel a lot with going back to it and then ghost of tsushima is a lot of that as well from what i've seen it's very similar in that there's main mission side missions but there's also a lot of collectibles and things so like go and adventure and find so yeah yeah yep i can totally agree with this totally yeah and I, it did resonate with me in the sense that, for whatever reason, like you say, Jay, people started playing Assassin's Creed games again, like Origins and Odyssey. And that actually works well for Ubisoft because that grants them hype for Valhalla that they otherwise wouldn't have. Massively. Yeah, I feel like Valhalla is probably going to sell better because of what's happened over the last few months. I imagine I think most gaming of the games in general has like probably yeah. gotten a massive boom this year. It did get a boom. It, it has gotten a boom since lockdown. Financially. Yeah. I mean, gaming has probably, like, really, really done well over the last few months. Yeah. Like, ridic- even people that had never... I, the amount of people I've seen online who have who have bought a console because of this, like, whether it be a Switch, Xbox, really? PlayStation, and then bought multiple games to go along, just because they've got to have something to do. Yeah. Yeah, massive. Yeah, which is again, this just lends itself to now with this next generation of stuff. There being so much more money packed into it that better things mm. can come out of it. So, yes, this is good. It's all good news. Yeah, and Netflix has been huge for 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 us inside. And I think at the end of the day, Jay, people are buying video games because really, bang for your buck, they're going to be your biggest distraction by a mile. And you can usually gauge how long that distraction is going to be. Like if you're someone who's mm. quite a slow player at things, maybe you're not a you're not a casual gamer, but you're slightly less of a casual gamer. You know, a twenty hour game might take you more like forty. You know, yeah, yeah, which is a long time. That you know, if you only play two or three hours a day, it's going to be like a couple of weeks. You know, exactly, so exactly. Ideal for a lot of people. Yeah, and definitely. if you play Odyssey, a couple of years. Yeah, probably for you, maybe, yeah. Oh, dear. Right, Jake, move on to your side of the news. um, Yeah, let's have a look. Let's have a look. So, yeah, I was talking earlier about the the console news. I don't know how it is on the Xbox side, but Sony, uh, this is IGN, Adam Bankhurst. Awesome. um, Recently, well, actually, it was reported um, by... Nikai 
at Bloomberg, I want to say. Nikkei Asian. Yeah. Odd. But yeah, they're saying about how uh, Sony have reportedly increased production to 10 million consoles in 2020. So there's going to be 10 million PS5s available. And that right? was from the original 5 to 6 million figure, is that correct? Yeah. Which just seems insane to me. How many How many PS2s have been sold? 150 million. Oh, okay. Maybe that isn't. <laughs> In my mind, there's only been like 15 million. I don't know why it's so low. Did you say PS2? Yeah. No, 150, yeah. 155. Jesus Christ. Yeah. So... What are your reactions to this, Jay? Do you think they've put this in because they know, as we just mentioned, COVID, gaming's up, people want to play games, people want to buy the new consoles, even though actually financially it doesn't make sense to because we're probably looking at recession. So what are your thoughts on the increase in production? Yeah, no, it makes me glad, actually, because I was a little bit worried that, I mean, this might sound a bit silly, and it probably is. <clears throat> in my mind, I'm always like, I guess there's like a level of FOMO. You know what FOMO is? Fear of missing out? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, when it comes to like being able to pre-order something and then it being sold out. Yeah. Like you didn't get there quick enough and now you've got to wait a month and you're like, oh God, I'm behind. Welcome I don't to want the that Nintendo to happen. I want to, be, I want to be there day one. Yeah. Day one, I'm pre-ordering both things. It's happening. Okay. So I just have to be ready. Which just this just makes me like more happy that there's probably going to be more chance of me, you know, not missing out. I had so. the exact same thought, Jay. Selfishly, yeah. for me, this increases the chance of any gamer to get a PS5 when they want it. Uh, yeah, not- I haven't seen anything on the Xbox side of this, but I imagine we'll hear something fairly soon. We'll probably hear something between now and end of July, because again, we've got the 23rd of July is when the... Uh, next week, <clears throat> yes. Yeah, on the next uh, so, yeah, week today. So literally... It would have happened at 5 p.m. So three hours ago, a week from now, <laughs> we'll help you start. You know, we'll have known potentially this information. But yeah, this is good. I like this. Uh, this is reportedly, but yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know the exact numbers of how much the PS4 sold. Over within, 100 million, nearly 110, I think. But uh, PS4 sales within the first week, or like first month, maybe, or first year. Let me look up first year. I don't know. It doesn't say exactly. It's just annoying. I think you're looking at first year, you're looking at around 10 to 30. Yeah, that makes sense. Because I feel like, so they've PS4 sold 108 million units since 2014. Yeah. So six years, I guess, you know, 110 divided by six. So 18 million a year, roughly. Okay. So, yeah, I can't imagine they'll sell 10 million in the first week. No, no, no. It'll probably no. be more, more like 10 million within the first six months. A few months, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So that. maybe this 10 million will get them, you know, from from November from November to end of April, and then they'll probably start production again, start of the year next year, to get the next 10 million in, and then they'll probably keep doing that every two quarters, I imagine. Or maybe every, every year they'll probably, you know, put out another 10 million, just keep going <laughs> for as long as they can. Although I don't, I don't know. Like, there's probably going to be a lot of people who are content with keeping a PS4, right, or an Xbox One, and they don't really want to go and spend for this new console unless they've got enough of an incentive. Like people like me and you, 
it's almost guaranteed we're going to get these consoles, but there might be people who are slightly less of a gamer than us, who are obviously a lot less likely to go and buy out a new console because they want the next, you know, next level of gaming experience. So I don't know, we'll have to wait and see on that one. But no, this is a lot of reassurance. So I'm happy about that. Massively happy. Shall I move on to the next one? Let's. Okay, so again, this comes from IGN. Matt TM Kim. Yeah. So this is quite interesting. This is almost like some level of politics that don't quite. It's almost almost a conspiracy. <laughs> so Sony have acquired a minority stake in Epic for two hundred fifty million dollars. Okay. This is all to do with the demo, the PS5 demo. Unreal Engine, Engine demo. Yeah. Yeah. When the demo first came out, they were saying they weren't taking investments initially because they didn't want any particular gaming company to have any say in how they were going to use the engine, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. But I think a lot of people are saying that now that Sony have the minority stake in the in the Epic, in Epic, the people who own this engine, they've now potentially got more of a say of what where it can and can't go. I think this obviously this is like up in the air originally, like you know, of what could happen. But there's definitely a lot of like whispers about what could potentially happen. Essentially, what do you think about that, Nick? Interesting. I don't know much about this, but it's interesting yeah. that Sony would invest that much in Epic with another engine rather than help the developers their own their first party developers develop their own. Um, mm-hmm. maybe even make their own commercial game engine but clearly there's something there and epic are on a high at the moment so i can see why that investment may pay off in the future yeah this this is like weird to me so epic are the ones who have the un- unreal engine right yeah yeah this is like this and they make really fortnite strange. and they've just released their own yeah. pc marketplace platform so epic to me, seemed very, very small back in the day. Sure. Like when it first came out, to me, Epic seemed like it was also very um, Xbox centric. I remember yes. Epic games being Gears more War. targeted. Yeah, Gears of War. They were sort of more targeted towards the the Xbox side of things, but it now seems to be swaying the other way. Yes, seems to me like PlayStation want to get ahead of the branding and be like, yes, Epic is going to be more of a uh, PlayStation uh, uh, loved, I guess, entity. It definitely seems that way, for sure. It's interesting to see this happen. It also surprises me. Like, Epic would have never gotten this big if it wasn't for Fortnite. It's true. I'm trying to imagine a world that doesn't have Fortnite in it. (laughs) (laughs) And those who will remember, PUBG, PUBG was the peak right before Fortnite. Yeah. I don't know. It just seems like, I don't know. I feel like there was some point in time where the timeline diverged. <laughs> and we're now we're now on this secondary timeline. Yeah. But the other timeline kept going without Fortnite and something else happened entirely. I feel like we're going back to the future. Yeah. Yeah. Like the timeline definitely split when Fortnite came out. I'll tell you that right now. It sure did. It sure did. Creepy, uh, creepy Is Fortnite still peaking? Actually, I wonder. I wonder what the Fortnite uh, daily 
Uh, daily players, have a look. What do you reckon if you had to take a guess? Jack, I honestly couldn't tell you. So there was 78.3 million active Fortnite players in August of 2018. But the number currently stands at concurrent Fortnite players at 8.3 million. So I at see. any point of any day, there are roughly 8.3 million people playing any time. So many people. Daily for the last two years. Daily. Which is more than most games ever sell, ever. Correct. Over the over 40 plus years. There's probably been games that haven't even reached a million over like 10 years. Correct. But this game gets 8.3 per day. Per day. Per day. That's insane. 78.3 on in August 2018 is insane too. Oh my god. Jesus Christ, that's so many. That's so many. Alright, Jay, do you uh, mind if we move on to the next movement? Sorry, I'll just cut you off. Yeah, no, weirdly, France seems to be quite a large player in the Fortnite. That's strange. Okay. Um, yeah, next one. Interesting. Have a shock on my jibble. Jay, hit me with the facts. Yeah, so I think last week, last week I spoke last briefly week. about there being some... Yeah, I'm, uh, my, my mouth that can't move right. Mate, I literally said to Indy earlier, right? I was like, my saliva produces too... There's too much saliva in my mouth. Like, if I keep talking, it just builds up. And slowly, I just start sounding like this. And then... And then she's like, "Oh, you can um, you can get t- uh, you can get medication. <laughs> you can get medication <laughs> for that." And then she go, uh, "Oh yeah, you can put this thing behind your ear and it stops it." But I wouldn't do that because the side effects are really bad. So you can get saliva medication. So I was like, "Saliva medication?" She's like, "Yeah, for babies who can't stop dribbling." And I was like, "All right, okay." So you're a baby that can't stop dribbling, apparently. Okay. Correct. Correct. Okay. Yeah. So last week, I spoke <laughs> a little bit. I spoke a little bit about gaming statistics, just like in general. I think you, how many games you are out? Yeah, you spe- you specifically asked me about how many games are out at certain years, and I could not find that. But I found other information that may or may not be interesting to you. So we'll begin with this: the uh, the global games market, aka the revenue per year, and its its growth over the last. Eight to nine years. How do you feel about this information? Very interested. Okay, so in twenty, so this year, well, actually, we'll go with last year. So the end of last year it was one hundred fifty-one point nine billion dollars, uh, which actually the majority of that, fifty-four percent of that being mobile games. Wow. Twenty-two percent of that being PC, and twenty-four percent of that being console. Mobile games more than double the amount of overall money made you know with console and pc combined essentially which as i was saying to you before about mobile games you know they make bank which is part of the reason why mobile games are becoming bigger and also becoming more frequent in their release because companies are being like oh well we can make more money with one mobile game than releasing Mm. a console and a pc exclusive game might as well make the cheaper option and get more money for it so 100%. 100%. So yeah, honestly, it, it kind of like, if this, if people were in, in there's definitely a, a timeline or a world where there's no such thing as a console or a PC game, it's just all mobile gaming. Do you like the idea what, of that feature? No, definitely not. Get cool. rid of that idea. Don't mention yeah. it again, Jay. Don't mention it again. Jay! Okay. Jay! 
Yeah, no, I feel that. So, yeah, 151 point, or say 152 billion dollars, roughly, uh, mm-hmm. end of this, end of last year versus mm-hmm. end of 2012, which was 70 billion. Wow. With uh, mobile games being 18 percent of that revenue. Wow. PC games being 37 percent of that re- revenue. And console games being forty-five. So actually, fuck you, cons- PC. <laughs> so fuck yeah, console games you. have actually gone down in terms of overall revenue per year. PC games again have gone down every year in terms of overall revenue of the year, and mobile games have gone up exponentially from eighteen percent to fifty-four percent in eight in seven years. Mobile games have blown up. That's absolutely. Is it getting is it getting bigger? Will it stop? Will it well, stop? so yeah, next year's predictions are supposed to be 59% mobile, 19% PC, and 22% console. Well, at least the PC so, know where it stands. Less console, Re- less PC, hell of a lot more mobile. So Yeah. Yeah, I just thought that was quite interesting to know that the fact that mobile games are taking over the world right now. In terms Very of interesting. Right Very money. interesting. You wouldn't think it tapping into the gaming community <laughs> at large. I- correlates to you to the idea of games now having to be cost more money because in terms of console games they're actually making less and less money every year correct which i guess is partly why wb or like at&t wanted to get rid of the wb side of things the gaming side of things right they wanted to just stick more to game like uh, mobile stuff and it might also be why konami back in the day wanted to stop doing games pretty much as well that could be another reason that's probably also why Diablo went on on mobile rather than uh, <laughs> rather than console when everyone got really annoyed. It's like, an April Fool's ago. joke. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You've all got phones, right? So oh, Jesus Christ, that in his in his head that basically like translated to oh more money for us, please. Yeah, like, that's basically he was just thinking money. All they all they were thinking Blizzard is like money, money, money. Jesus Christ, I hate I hate when people like talk like that. That really annoys me. Right, okay. We also spoke a little bit about driving games last week, or was that week before? Last week, mate, yeah. Yeah, so you we, we was you were speaking about speaking about um what percentage of all games sold during a year are driving games versus like shoot games. I would games. love to know this. Yeah, so I don't I don't have twenty eighteen, but I have twenty thirteen, so we'll sure. just go by a couple of years ago. Sure. Well, seven. So, seven, <laughs> seven years ago. Yeah. Um, but I guess you could scale these however you want to. Sure. Um, the the biggest one on the on the pie, biggest biggest uh, piece of the pie is actually action games at thirty two percent. Broad broad uh, broad genre there. Broad genre. Uh, second being shooter games at twenty percent. I imagine that's probably incorrect because they're po- probably counting Call of Duty in the action. What do we think about that? Probably not. I imagine they probably put Call of Duty in shooter and probably put action as in like games like maybe like I mean you can't really third person everything. Yeah, just like anything else that isn't doesn't require shooting, I guess. Just you know, sure. melee games stuff like that. Sure. Okay. Uh, next biggest being sport games at thirteen percent. Interesting. Makes sense though, doesn't it? I thought they all sold ridiculously well every year, though. FIFA, Madden. Yeah, but obviously not as much as action overall and shooter overall. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, next biggest two pieces of the pie are role-playing and adventure, both at 7%. That's sad. It's very sad. 
Yeah, all the rest of them are all very small figures, but the one I guess we could we could next say is racing at four point six, roughly five percent. So yeah, racing games aren't that big of the pie. I mean, it's still fairly a big chunk at five percent. Yeah. You know, it's still pretty big. They are, they have their place. It's it's nice to do. see. They really do. It's yeah. nice to see they they exist in that space and they always will. And actually, Jay, you bring up an interesting point because I've always thought that in that sense the driving sector is actually quite fragile as in if you release five driving games a year they are going to suffer oh 100 percent. i think you could only you could probably release what maybe two to three yeah max yeah <laughs> yeah 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 definitely yeah, and also sure. i feel like the the racing community is quite big but not as big obviously versus shooters or role-playing or other things so Yes. Jay messages me at work. I'm at work. He messages me. <laughs> Honestly, I didn't expect you to want to call. I, I just thought oh, he'll probably message me back saying, okay, cool. And that'd be it. I literally thought you'd put, okay, cool. And then that'd be in the conversation. But no, this man decides to ring me anyway. Jesus, literally. I didn't think, I, honestly, I forgot you were at work. I just thought, yep. Nick's no, no, it's fine. It's fine. And then, yeah, so rang him and then was like, Jay, this is very interesting news that he sent across. Yeah, it's, I, I was surprised that you like had, like, had already like, because you said your brother sent you a message, right? He sent me a screenshot of it. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah, he must have been on the same wavelength or something. Or yeah, yeah. Another Incredibles moment. So Jay, do you want I to was... tell the audience what we're talking about? Yeah. So Ghost of Tsushima reviews came out on the thirteenth. I want to say something like that. Thirteenth, uh, three o'clock on the thirteenth. Um, the embargo 3 was PM UK time. Yeah. And it's actually, I, I mean, me and you had a brief discussion, thinking it'd probably be somewhere on the seven to eight range, right? Correct. It seems to be getting that, if not slightly higher, maybe more more the like seven point eight to like nine range. <laughs> Correct. Correct. Like, there's not a lot of people who are giving it less than a seven. I don't think anybody is actually. Now that I've looked. So, without getting into too much discussion about the reviews themselves, which I think is fruitless, what? How does this impact your journey of the game? coming out yeah Jay. so the main reason i messaged you was because this is the first time one of the first times in recent history that review has actually helped me with the way i think about a game mm. i watched the review and went oh my god it's, this has solidified my my worries or lack of worry you know this has made me think oh i definitely want to play this game now 100 percent. yeah if anything definitely that and i'm very glad of what it's been getting I think actually over the last couple of days, I've been seeing more and more reviews and sort of reading more and more about people's opinions. And it seems overall more like an eight to nine scale. Definitely. I think the people who are giving it lower are probably being very finicky and picky about what they're lowering. Like their standards seems to be a bit different. Um, but yeah, overall I'm thinking that the game is probably actually going to be, held in a slightly higher regard than what me and you spoke about a couple of days ago like to me i thought the overall 
idea this game was going to be oh it's another one of those you know cool looking games that probably don't play that well right but i think in reality the more i look at it the more i watch it the more i hear people talk about it it seems to be more held in a regard of the game looks good plays good and will be remembered for quite a while but maybe not to the same regard as something like last of us or spider-man or i don't know some Call of Duty previously, sure. <laughs> you know, like uh, Modern Warfare 2 or Black Ops, you know. But it'll be up there, you know. There'll be a lot of people who play it and enjoy it, so. Yes. Are you what more you excited? <laughs> um, yeah, no, honestly, I can't. It comes out in three and a half hours. <laughs> you saying up for it? No, I'm not. I, I'm, I've had this thing previously where I've set up for a game, played it at midnight, and had, had it not be that enjoyable. Because you're tired. I feel like playing, yeah, playing a game after midnight is not a good idea. I feel like my limit on playing a game is like maybe like half eleven. Anything later than that, a game starts to get a bit tiresome and a bit like you feel like it's more of a, a job or a hassle. See, that's so interesting fun. because so many millions of people like doing that one more match mentality and going into two in the morning with their games. The only game recently I've been able to do that with is actually that Rocket Arena game. I played. Mm. I played that last night from midnight till about one, and I was like, "Oh, it's actually quite fun," Fair. because it was a game that didn't require me to f- follow a story, yeah, or be too involved. It literally was, you know, ten minute games, shoot a thing at this person, you know, done kind of thing. But versus a game like AC Odyssey, like I couldn't play that game after eleven or half eleven. I do just ruin the experience for me a little bit. So, yeah, yep, and I'd probably wake up at like half eight nine play it for an hour like i said earlier have a shower play it for two more hours have lunch come back do the usual stuff and then do that for like two or three days on potentially a week depending on how long the game lasts which i actually did look up how long i should be expected to play this game and i'm fairly happy with how long it's going to take me as of the time of publishing this jay you would have played it for a good day and a bit so saturday and it comes out thursday no, Friday. So yeah, I'd have played it for like 13 plus hours, 15 hours maybe. Yeah. Yeah. yeah something like that. Something like that. Very yeah. cool. Very cool. Which is not even halfway. So bonus. Very cool. This mm. has only increased my intrigue on this game. And I just want to hear yeah, your thoughts on how you I finish can't wait it. To talk about this. It's going to be yeah. insane. Yeah. Okay. Moving on to the next movement, Jay. This is a small segment which I wanted to bring up. This is a very peculiar year. We Our second ever show, I believe, was about summer gaming and our thoughts on it. I wanted to inquire with you about what your summer gaming plans are. Now, I know this is broad and general, and it all depends on what games release and what games are good in the next few weeks or so, but I want to get a feel for what, plans you have if any over the summer period and by summer i would mean from now till early september so yeah summer technically started on the 20th of june so i guess technically last of us 2 was part of your summer gaming sure i'm thinking more <laughs> now till september okay. but i feel yeah, yeah. yeah. i, feel, yeah. So I, feel, I yeah. guess you could include ghost into that right yeah yeah um, other gaming releases, I guess October. Oh, I guess so. So Squadrons doesn't count as summer gaming; it counts as autumn gaming. That's odd. Um, I need to remind myself. 
what the, what's coming uh, out yeah so let me i've got actually got a well while you look it up jay i've got a couple of things that spring to mind for me which may get in there so i've got destroy humans remake which if any good i may look into crash bandicoot 4 it doesn't qualify because it is in the october bracket so apart from that i'm kind of empty actually um i've got i've got doom internal in the back catalog and that's the only game in the back catalog and i've obviously got odyssey to finish i do have one you may or may not find this interesting uh there's a new total war game coming out the uh a total war saga troy very cool i am potentially getting that is that an expansion no so that's just a whole new game oh cool so that comes out August thirteenth. So that's a potential me playing. I'll have to look. I've been saving some videos to look up, to see what the gaming, uh, what the gameplay is like. So Very it's probably cool. like on the lesser scale of me getting it, but there's definitely a potential there. Very cool. That's probably it, honestly. Let's have a look. Yeah, nothing. I mean, yeah, I've technically, got... Marvel Avengers. If I do ever actually think about getting that, and then <laughs> uh, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater One and Two is uh, almost definite. When's that coming out, Jay? Uh, so Avengers and Tony Hawk come out same day, September 4th. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Oh, and the new Destiny um, expansion actually comes out on the last day of summer, September 22nd. Okay. So actually, the gaming season, as it were, kicks off very early this year with Avengers. Oh, um, massively. Yeah. 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 Okay. I see myself as my main game of the summer, ironically being Odyssey when I was playing it in April, which is mad, really. Yeah, that's strange, yeah. Yeah, uh, but I've got Doom Eternal to get through, and I think it's a fifth of the size of Odyssey in terms so of... So now that you're time. done with um, Last of Us, I guess Odyssey is like the main priority at the moment, isn't it? Correct, sir, correct. And then it once is... that's over, it'll be Doom. Yeah, I, I okay. really look forward. It It's already helped just focusing on the one game i can already good. feel the breathing expanding and i feel good really good about having to do doom by itself as well mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah makes sense makes sense okay cool so, jay what are you gonna do then you've got yeah, ghost Shima. what are you gonna literally do literally all i've got is ghost <laughs> i really don't have back catalog back catalog <laughs> wolfenstein 2 could be a very cool summer game uh, yeah, Horizon also a cool summer game, but you're not forgetting those. <sighs> yeah, I don't know. It's gonna be uh, it's gonna be difficult. Okay. I mean, there's, a, there's a lot in the air at the minute about going back to work, and I think that's potentially end of July. So I might even have to just not worry about gaming at all. <laughs> well, I mean that'd be cool until October, I guess. I think October might be the next uh, time I actually have to worry about it. Okay. All right. Well, let's. Eat. Let's move on. Another one, Jay, which may be in the garbage, as it were. I wanted to talk about external hard hard drives. I just wanted to ask yeah. you what your setup is because I don't have one. I don't have one either. I do have two USBs, both 128 gigs. So if I want to put a couple of games on them, I could. Um, I think there was actually a news story released uh, recently about... Um, I want to say the new Xbox or Size potentially of games. no, the, the either the new Xbox or the new PlayStation has a certain um, compatibility with external hard drives that isn't going to work. 
Right. So you have okay. to like you have to pick and choose which external hard drives you use now. Because to work be on the next generation. Work. I think so. Yeah. Right. Okay. Interesting. Check that. But um... what I'd like to emphasize, Jay, at this point in time, is the fact that we don't have external hard drives. I've always been of the mindset that once you are finished with a game, you should delete it. Cleaning is good for the mind. Same. And getting rid of games you don't play is good for your play schedule. That's always been my mentality. I have two games installed on my Xbox, Odyssey and Doom Eternal. That's it. Yeah, I think I have like two as well, like two or three. It's real. It's, uh, it feels nice. PlayStation, I have maybe three or four just because. Yeah. I don't know, just because, I guess. Yeah. By the way, mate. Did you want to play? Oh, did you want to play Battlefront Two at some point soon? Potentially, yes. Okay. You have to let me know when you're available to do so. Okay, no worries. I actually turned it on. I went on it for like ten minutes just to remind myself how the menus worked and everything. I was sure. like, okay, if I do want to get back into it. I also, I think over time they they tend to release things and give you things for free, like skins if you like don't go on the game for so long. So I just went and like updated that and got rid of like the notification thing or whatever. So, cool. All good there. Any word on the external hard drive stuff, Jay? Um, yeah, basically, I think it's, I think it's PlayStation. Something about platinum, something. Okay. Couldn't find it exactly, but I'm pretty sure. That's what yeah, it, was. it seems, Jay, that this might be a future for a lot of gamers in the sense that they'll need to buy external hard drives for their games. Again, I would emphasize that focusing on a few games at a time would be good. That being said. If those games you are playing include Halo, Call of Duty, and GTA Five, that's your whole hard drive taken up, so I can understand the issue there. Games are bigger than ever in terms of size, and that needs to be addressed in the next generation as well. What I would say is, if you've got a player base that you play with continuously on those size games, like, good for you, man. I can see why you need a hard drive. I then wonder whether the hardware manufacturers will provide consoles which will b two three four terabytes which will help accommodate that i don't know i don't know there might be some breaking news big news yeah maybe something to worry about xbox uh, nah, nah, maybe not it just says xbox one x and, and one s digital will no longer be manufactured i didn't know the uh, there was an xbox one x dis- digital version yeah so the one s is like the digital only version of the One X. So that's not yeah, that's not Series X. It's just a more recent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Will be what? Sorry, not my... Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. That yeah, they're basically sense. just stopping production. Yeah, which actually makes sense. I don't think there's gonna be many people buying the older Those... console. At this point, Although so. they're not still manufacturing. Are they still manufacturing Xbox Ones then? Because that would be weird. No probably stop that as well i imagine yeah i imagine that too actually oh that's a bit sad isn't it okay jay let's move on Guess whose review? 
guess who's review? Guess who's review? Ladies and gentlemen, for those who haven't given their eye sockets to the cause, me and Jay pick a random game review from a random media outlet, and we pick three quotes to guess from it. So this week, I'll be providing three quotes for Jay to guess the game. I can't wait to do this week, so I think I've done it really easy, but I guess we'll find out. But the first quote, Jay, are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. That's always the bloody worry with this isn't it is, is it too easy or is it too difficult exactly that exactly that so the, the scores at the minute are 6-4 to you i want to say thank you i'm gonna you're gonna be the score master because you're way better remembering to do that than me yeah six, my memory four. is weird when it comes to useless information oh i thought you wrote it down nope just up here like it like Frontal it Frontal lobe sometimes i wonder if i forget it because i write it down and jay before we start in the membrane yep inside of the brain I was going to look for a cool <laughs> quote, but you've kind of already covered that. So we will just move on to the main part of this segment. But before we do that, you can yeah. write into the TGO show at contact at thegameopinion.co.uk or reach out to us on social media platforms like any normal human being would if you are under the age of 25. Jay, first quote. Each okay. city is beautifully rendered from top to bottom and features meticulously crafted towers that reach for the sky bustling market squares and quiet corners where citizens converse and drunks lie in wait to accost you. Would you like me to read that again? It's quite a long quote. These are all please, quite long quotes. Yeah, okay. please, Focus the man. Just slower. Just slower. <laughs> <laughs> cool, 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 Each city is beautifully rendered from top to bottom and features meticulously crafted towers that reach for the sky bustling market squares and quiet corners where citizens converse and drunks lie in wait to accost you. Drunk. I'm going to need a guess for the next couple of seconds. Yeah, all right. All right. I don't think I have one, honestly. The thing I was I was concerned about is drunks. Why, why Do not drunk... focus on drunk. Towers. The thing is, you said crafted towers. That makes me think. I think they're referring to the in the fact they're made in game. Yeah, that's probably what. I honestly don't know if I have a guess. Hang on, crafted towers. Reach for the sky. Oh, okay. Uh, no, this is probably a bad guess, but I'm gonna guess. This is an awful guess. I'm gonna guess crackdown. Incorrect. Yeah, that's not. I know it isn't. That's just dumb. I'm getting worried how close that is, though. Really? Next quote. Oh, okay. <laughs> quote number two. In fact, Damn. the few circumstances in which you are forced into combat, such as a late-game boss fight... Sorry, let me do that again. Such as a late-game boss fight against a seemingly endless crowd of attackers and their leering leader are challenging and require some pitch-perfect timing to counter every strike and lunge. Oh, oh no, he's got it. He's no, got it. I don't think I do, but this is annoying. <sighs> I don't think I do. I don't think I do. <clears throat> All right, one more time. Okay. In fact, the few circumstances in which you are forced into combat, such as a late-game boss fight against a seemingly endless crowd of attackers and their leering leader, are challenging and require some pitch-perfect timing to counter every strike and lunge. 
damn it. See, the thing that's getting me is boss battles. Focus on the words such as a late game boss fight. This definitely isn't too easy, I'll give you that. (laughs) I need it. Honestly, once you say it, uh, once I know what it is, it's going to piss me off. (laughs) It's not right, okay. This is wrong, but I know it's wrong. Is it Batman Arkham City? No. But still along the right lines. Still along the right lines. This is not easy. This is dumb. Okay. Come on. Quote number three. By the way, you don't have to say a game. If you want to just move on to the next quote, we can do. That's fine. Quote number three. Because you've got to tell me if it's wrong. I've I've tried to be fairly fair on this last quote quote number three i'm not gonna get it climbing towers to uncover portions of the map is a simple mechanic but forever satisfying thanks to the beautiful vistas and soft musical themes themes that accompany the view no you wouldn't have done that no you you wouldn't have done that because that's 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 not good if you did if you if i think it is what you've done i'm annoyed at you why they these are quotes from the review one more time (laughs) climbing towers to uncover portions of the map is a simple mechanic but forever satisfying thanks to the beautiful vistas and soft musical themes that accompany the view I'm going to get it wrong. Okay, hold on. Before you do, let's just go over everything. I'll I'll, I'll emphasize some things <sighs> in the quote. I have my glasses off. This is like... Okay. okay. Beautiful cities <sighs> rendered top to bottom. Really tall towers. No. Bustling areas. Quote number two. There is a boss fight where you are fighting a lot of people. And you have to be quite good in the combat at this particular boss fight. That does not mean this game has atypical boss fights in it. Do not focus on the fact it has boss fights. Yeah, see, that's that's definitely what's tripping me up. Like, in my, I'm going all through the games as like boss fights, boss fights, boss Quote fights. Quote number three: You are climbing towers to uncover portions of the map, and when you climb these towers, it looks beautiful, and there's music with it. Not like, you know, not NWA. There's just nice right, okay. music to accompany it. I'm going to have a guess, and I know it's going to be wrong, but I'm going to say it anyway. Okay. Is it one of the Assassin's Creeds? Correct. Right, okay. I wish I would have gone with that previously. Is it... Whoa! Hold on a minute, Jay. Hold on a minute, Jay. Do I have to get it right? I feel like Assassin's Creed is no, good no, enough. Hold on a minute, hold on a minute, hold on a minute. You do have to get it right, but just think about the second quote. You fought every late game boss in every one of the Assassin's Creed. Now, which one? Yes, yeah, so it's not Unity. Which one has a boss fight where you fight like, like a few different people at so the same time? Odyssey. It's not Unity. I can't remember the end boss fight for Buddy Syndicate, which is annoying as hell. It's not that one. Can't remember. Actually, no, I remember one. Can't remember two. Can't remember three. Can't remember Revelations. I honestly can't remember. What was number one? Uh, 
It's not Origins. What was one's boss that, fight? The number one was the um, the guy with the Eden, Apple of Eden. Yeah. So it wasn't that one. Or it was that one. <laughs> what? I feel like Assassin's Creed is good. I mean, the fact that you said Vistas makes me think, like, AC2, because it's, like, Italian. Okay, I'll give you, I'll give you a clue. I've tried to be fair. Yeah. So I'm not going to pick AC4, for instance. Okay, AC4 being Black Flag. AC4 being one of the Assassin's Creed's. I've tried to be fair with this. Honestly, I, I couldn't tell you. because Okay, remember. okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I can't remember the boss battles in, like, any AC2, Revelations, Brotherhood. You remember AC2 is with the Pope. When you go vaguely. to the Vatican. Do you have a staff? Yeah. Okay, vaguely. If you told me, I'd be like, yeah, obviously. Okay, okay. Think about the wording of the quote. Three, three. Think about the I mean, wording yeah, towers, of the Vistas, drunken people. And think about where this game would be in the franchise's history. So think this reviewer is reviewing it. <laughs> this reviewer is reviewing it within the timescale of this franchise. So they're not really going to talk about, for instance, the climbing towers bit if it's AC Odyssey because that's a that's a that's a well known thing. Does that make sense? Yeah. I've got the only upgrades. game that's really got towers in it is potentially either Unity or like Brotherhood or Revelations. Origins doesn't, Odyssey doesn't, one kind of does, but if it hasn't got a boss battle of multiple people. Four you said doesn't count. Okay. Three okay, okay. no towers. I'm gonna I'm gonna give this one to you by giving you this clue. Think about what happens in the 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 boss battle in the Assassin's Creed one. Well yeah, he splits into like lots of himself, I guess. Does that count? It does. So AC one. Correct. Jesus right. Christ. I said Assassin's Creed, that's a count. Do you know what? I was going to say AC, A Assassin's Creed on my second guess, but then I, that's when I said to you, if you've said that, I'm going to be annoyed at you. Because I knew if I said Assassin's Creed, you wouldn't give it to me. Oh, uh, yeah, but I would have said it's going to be one of them. Uh, no, I would have, because you would have said Assassin's Creed 1. Yeah, but that's like the, the Mass Effect debate. Correct. Uh, if I said Mass Effect, it could be either one, two, or three. Correct, yeah, but go. hopefully the quotes will give you an idea of which one it is. I okay. did try to I'll pick. Take I'll take the one. I'll take okay. the one. Okay, all right. Oh, Jesus, that was a lot of mental power. <laughs> that Jesus. was a good one. That was a good one. I think I found Jesus. the sweet spot. I think I'm I guess. Found the sweet spot. That's right. the thing. It's so difficult once you when you don't know. It's like buddy having like a murder mystery. As soon as you know who the killer is, everything else makes sense. It's true. It's true. Jesus. Right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Get me out of here! Oh, dear. Okay, Jay. Don't worry, we're finishing up now. I was, so- thinking, I was, trying, I was trying to like rattle my brain of like... It actually made me think of like how much I've forgotten about the old AC games. It's been a long like, time. I, when, I, when you said about AC1, I was like, well, yeah, he does turn himself into multiple versions of himself, but does that count? I don't think that counts. Because you said multiple people. No, I, I said know. crowd of attackers. 
The quote is everything. The quote is everything. Jay, what are you going to be playing this week? Hang on, when did AC1 come out? What, 2007. He's he's Um, looking it up, I just told him. I just told you. 13 years ago. You you expect me to remember a boss (laughs) battle from 13 years ago. I like the game a lot, all right? Yes, I like. Jesus Christ. Do you you know what's funny? This is is a history dip slight. Yeah, go on. Or like a nostalgia type thing really quick. I remember exactly where I was. When I finished AC1, I remember exactly where it was. I was in my dad's old house when he lived near Angular Square. Mm. I was sat on his bed, and I had to, I remember having to what like watch through the credits because we we needed to go into the city somewhere, and he was begging me to like get off the bloody Xbox, but I didn't want to come off. I had to wait to the end of the credits. I remember I remember that that memory is so in the front of my brain, but the boss battle itself is not. Why is that? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay. Okay. Fine. Fine. Right. You asked me what I'm going to be playing. I mean, I know what you're going to be playing, but yeah, let's hear it, man. Ghost, baby. Ghost. Yeah, so over the last while, well, like, before, uh, like, probably like six or seven, I like did some research of like things I need to know before I go into it. Mm-hmm. Like basically, people have made videos of like seven or eight things I wish I knew before I played the game. Yeah, like and it's been very, very educational. I feel like I'm actually going to be able to play the game hell of a lot more efficiently now than if i i would have definitely made a lot of mistakes that i probably would have never figured out for myself unless i'd watch these videos so i'm very happy about that useful videos extremely so and maybe even in the, over the next couple of hours i'll probably still watch some more videos to sort of get myself ready jay i wanted to speak to you about this ghost of shishima is a game the first game in a very long time where i am of your mentality where I want to look at videos to understand the game. I'm not afraid of that process. And I just want to let you know, because I thought you'd relate. Yes, extremely so. The one thing I will say about Ghost is the trophies, spot on. Let's keep the the stream going, man. Let's keep the record going. God of War, Horizon, Spider-Man, Last of Us Part 2, Ghost of Tsushima. Let's keep it going, boys. You're doing an A-star job. You don't need to play the game on hard to be able to defeat it, so you only have one playthrough. There's no new game plus anyway. End of the game, you can go back and get all the collectibles, and they show up on the map once you end the game. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The only only bad thing about this game is there is a 20% chance that your game will bug out, and you'll need to go back to a previous save to make sure it doesn't happen. For a particular mission? Not for every mission. There is a known bug where at any time, there's a 20% chance your game will bug out. Right. So what you need to do is, after every mission, manually save the game. It could be patched in the day one patch, though. It's already been patched four times, so I'm hoping it's been patched already. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, they're on version 1.04, so the game has been patched four times since it got pre-order released. Okay. Okay. I'm very excited for you to play it, Jay. There'll be a patch that fixes that, I'm hoping, because I've got a guide that I'm going to be following, so hopefully he updates it and we'll, we'll know. But I am going to still stick to the guide's guide in that I'm going to manually save after every mission I do, just in case it does happen to happen. Yeah, yeah. Jim, I'm very excited for you. I'm excited to hear your thoughts on it. We will oh, do a man. special I, on honestly... it. Oh, I'm so hyped. Oh, God. Nice. I'm so, oh, yes. 
What mode are you playing it in, Jay? What do you mean if I'm going to be playing it in black and white? Or Japanese, yeah. Yeah, so the black and white, I think, automatically changes it to Japanese. I see, I see. That was actually one of the gripes the review had, is that the Japanese dubbing wasn't great. Yeah. Because the game's mouthing was all in English, but the dubbing was obviously... Oh, I thought they were... Yeah, exactly. It was a reverse. Usually when you watch a Japanese show, the English dubbing doesn't match up with the lips, but it's actually the reverse. It's now an English game with a dubbing of that's Japanese, so it's backwards. That's I know. weird. Well, it's a Western game. It's not a Japanese-made game. It's a Western-made game. True, but when Japanese people play it, I thought a lot of companies animated every language now. I don't know. Yeah, I was surprised by that, honestly. I was like, oh, they didn't go back and reanimate the mouthing, but obviously they didn't have time to do it. I don't know. That's one of the things that Final Fantasy emphasizes, isn't it? Is that 13, they're voicing all of the things in English, and then the Japanese, they will voice all of the movements well, in no, it's all dubbed properly. It's just that yeah, the movements aren't the yeah. same. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm not too fussed about that, though. I'll, put, I'll play it in color, I'll play it in English, it'll be easier. Jay, yeah. how long are you think hoping this game lasts you? So, do you want me to say how long it's predicted? Yeah, sure. Or how long do you think I'll do it? <laughs> both, both. So, without collectibles, without doing any of the side stuff, just main mission, twenty hours. Are you what? What are you planning to do as you play through it? Oh, everything. So I'm going to play the game, main mission, side mission, any collectibles I come across, I'll pick up. You doing it? You doing any, a nick? Are you doing it? What? You doing a nick? Well, no, I mean, I won't. So, certain games I'll go through and wait till the end to get all the rest of the collectibles. Other games I'll do them as I'm going. Okay. This one warrants, I think, after. Okay. Because the game allows you to do that. Some games don't allow you to do that. Because the game allows me to do it, I'll do it afterwards. I'll obviously collect as much as I can during, but I'm going to focus primarily on upgrading my guy and making sure that I'm getting the combat down. Because the combat does require some level of. Uh, muscle memory and just overall skill so there's a lot of things i've watched videos of like combat like videos that explained about how to properly do the combat because a lot of, there's actually been a lot of people memeing the game already saying the combat is terrible but the people who have memed it are basically terrible at games and don't know how to play the game properly <laughs> and they've just been mashing square like why isn't the game working why am i dying all the time it's because you're not playing the game properly you're not dodging you're not doing this you're not doing that right so i'm actually looking forward to I think my, my one of my biggest drives of this game is looking forward to actually mastering the combat. That's one of my biggest things at the minute. It's big because I've actually seen a clip of someone who's mastered the combat and how fluid and like anime it looks in quotes, and it just looks amazing. So if I get to that level, I'll be happy. Awesome. Excited. Very. And I imagine you are fairly excited about the DLC for Odyssey. Yeah, mate. I'm. Um, I- the biggest praise I can give the game at the moment, Jay, is I'm not really bored of it. So good. That's that was my biggest fear. <laughs> you going back to playing it is that you're going to just not be in the mood for it anymore. Finishing the Last of Us has helped, but I'm game. I'm game to play it. We'll see how the DLC goes. I'm excited to explore Atlantis, etc. So I'll let you know. But yeah, just be yeah, so playing that. First DLC is the Legacy of the Blade, right? Yeah. And the second DLC is the Atlantis stuff. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. Okay. In terms of like um, length of time for Ghost, it's supposed to take me anywhere between forty and fifty with everything. So nice, no, about Horizon level, but 
So roughly five days to a week, we'll say between five and seven days. Anything longer than that is because I've potentially not been able to do something or like got stuck, but I doubt I will. So don't feel the need to rush it because again, no, it will be a special. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I can get it done before next week, I'll be happy. But if if I don't, I'll I won't worry. I'm not going to be like wanting to finish it. I'll just like finish it when I do, and then you know be happy with my my journey as I take it. In the same way that Final Fantasy VII Remake, you did this. Will yeah. you be happy that? The game comes out, you finish it, it's done. You don't have to think about it in in a sense. Yeah, I don't think I'll come back to it. Yeah, necessarily. The game doesn't really warrant that too much. If I was going to ever come back to it, I'd probably just play it again in the black and white mode. Yeah. Are you? But are maybe... you looking forward to to? F- f- this sounds horrible, isn't it? But are you looking forward to finishing it and being able to move on? Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, I don't know what I'm going to move on to. Mm. <laughs> it's just, uh, yeah, I'm happy. I just want to. I don't want to get it done, but I want to. I just want to feel like I've accomplished something having played it. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm sure you'll drop me a text or two with some stuff about it. And uh... I mean, there's a million and one things I kind of want to tell you now, but I don't know. That's just like yeah, things I don't te- technically I haven't played it, so I don't really yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, sure. Or speculation. Sure. Okay, no worries. Well, thank you, man. I think we'll end the show there if that's okay.